This is an ABC podcast. You know that delicious, clean feeling you get when you've just stepped out of the shower and you wrap a soft, fluffy towel around you? Feels good, doesn't it? Oh, hang on, is that a bit damp? Oh, has this towel been on the floor? Is this even my towel? Ugh! The bathroom is where you go to get clean, but it can be the dirtiest place in the house, and not in a good way. Because as you're about to hear... The bathroom is the hardest Tetris level. And if you don't have a game plan in place to ship stuff like dirty washing straight to the laundry, these two areas can quickly create a disgusting, mouldy bottleneck that affects the rest of the house. Oh, not healthy, people. So how do you put a system in place to keep things under control? Especially if you're renting and can't just drill a hole into the wall every time you need to mount a new magnified mirror. I'm Claire Hooper, this is The Pineapple Project, and this season we're getting tidy because life is messy. Joining me is declutter authority Susanna Tiber. She's all about function and practicality. I just don't think pretty is that important. OK, we're going to Will O'Young's apartment that he shares with his wife Annie. They have a toddler, Harrison, and another baby on the way. Will is a stay-at-home dad... And Harrison is two, so not that great at cleaning up after himself. Thank you. All right. Hello. Hi, I'm Claire. Hi, Will. Nice to meet you. Hi, Will. This is Susanna. Good morning. morning. She's your new fairy godmother slash professional (laughs) organiser. Yes, and slightly scary. (laughs) We'll get there. (laughs) Shall we come in? Yes, please come. Thank you so much for having us. Hello. This is Harrison. Do we call him Harry? Apple. (gasps) Yummy apple. What are you watching? The my name is William O'Young. I'm a computer scientist, but I'm currently looking for work. And while I'm looking for work, I'm looking after Harrison. So I do the housework. Cooking, cleaning, uh, laundry, when I remember. All right, what is really bothering you around the home? The laundry is a pet peeve. Why? Why is it a pet peeve? It's just too small. I've come from a three-bedroom house to a two-bedroom apartment, and I used to have a whole laundry room now it's a cupboard <laughs> and we've got no space for a dryer in there. On a muggy day like this, how on earth do you get things dried? Do you have to go to a laundromat? No, no, we, we've got multiple clothes racks set up. If it's raining outside, we bring them in and I turn on the air conditioner to dehumidify. And Clothes sometimes can take two days or more to dry. Mm. It's, a bit, it's a slow process. <laughs> All right, let's see this laundry. This is... Where, so where's the laundry? The, the laundry is behind these folding doors here. Oh, oh. I had to rig okay. up a, um, a portable light in there because there's no lighting inside. Okay, so the laundry is in the kitchen yeah. behind doors. So we've got a um, beautiful top-loading washing machine next to a decent-sized laundry sink. And then you've installed your own light in there. So you've, it looks like there's enough space above for a dryer... But what there is is a hanging rail with a whole lot of um, plastic bag recycling hanging off it and some 
What are those pipes at the back of the wall? Th those for? Uh, have electrical cables which run to the split system air conditioner. Yeah. Okay. So and there's I mean mop and a broom in there as well. So it, it looks like a laundry in a cupboard basically, with a few complicating factors. Yeah. Susanna, how do we make the most of a small space like this? Shelving always helps because it actually puts another layer. Like, this is one layer of storage. The hang I love how you put the rod in, the spreader one. Clever. Oh, we have a generic homeware store. Down the road, we buy all these I extendable love, I, rods. I love that because that's kind of... But you have one layer of storage. If you put... You could put one, two, three shelves in. So you put another four layers of possible storage in here. Okay, laundries require a lot of bottles and potions and pegs. This means layers of shelving and hooks become key here. And don't forget Peter Walsh's magic rule. Don't put it down, put it away. Everything needs a spot. But what about those bulky items? Could there be room for a much longed for dryer in here? Almost. Almost. Are you renting? Yes. Because there's a new law in New South Wales that you are now allowed to drill holes in your walls. And that makes a huge difference. So, so what, what you're saying is you think there's room for a dryer yeah, in there and the you could absolutely install one. it? Yes. Yes. Okay, hold up. Yeah. Susanna's talking about new laws that passed in New South Wales, giving tenants the right to make minor alterations. Things like putting up hooks for photos or brackets for dryers. But put down the power drill before you do anything. You still need permission from the landlord. And laws around this are different for renters in every state and territory, so if you're in this situation and you want to make modifications for all your new tidy systems, you should check in with your local tenants association first. Susanna, are you ready to go into the landlord yep. and advocate for Oh, yes, will? absolutely. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, time to venture to the place where lots of washing is made. The bathroom. All right, so you come in here. There is, this is actually a really big room. There is a separate shower and bath. And the bath is one of those really big triangle ones, you know, that you can have like spa bubblers in. It's proper big. Toilet. This is tucked behind the door. There are no towel rails. So you have got your towels hanging on hooks all over the shower. Do you know what though? There is not... No, no, I'll take it back. I was going to say there's not too much in the shower. There is. There are five products on the ground and a whole bunch piled up higher. It's not too much. It's like, not it's, too much. I've seen okay. worse. I've seen worse mm, in a share yeah, house. Yeah. yeah, coming from the laundry to the bathroom, oh. this feels like a wide open plane. It does. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you showed us in the right order. If you were trying to sell this place, this is the way you'd do it as well. A little bit of laundry stuff in here. A mop in a mop bucket. Oh, and plenty of toilet paper, Will. <laughs> what are you expecting to happen in Sydney that will make you unable to get toilet paper for the next three months? And he loves a good bargain, so when things are unspecial, it's, ah. it's, it's unspecial. You've got two 36 roll value packs, two. No, That's... no, no, the other ones are 20. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> how, oh how embarrassing. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> spot my toilet paper bulk packs. Buying things in bulk, so satisfying. But is it worth it, Susanna? When you pay rent or mortgage on a house, and pretty much everyone in Australia does, space is expensive. So you could take your 
weekly repayments or your weekly rent and divide it by the amount of floor space you have and then you have yeah, how many rows? Half, half a square, square meter, meter. Oh, it's less than that. A quarter of a square meter of floor space taken up by toilet paper, which you got on sale. So you're supposedly saving money, like, I don't know, a dollar twenty, but you might actually spend that on paying rent or mortgage because space costs money. But space actually also costs mental space too. Mm. So if you're both fine with having the stack of toilet rolls in the corner and that's the way it is, that's fine too. But if one in a family or two in a family kind of, this really annoys me. And every time I sit there, I'm getting annoyed that I have that kind of rustling and it's not tidy. That actually does something to your headspace and you're occupying your brain. You don't want to think about excess toilet paper. That's not what your brain, you have better things to do with your life. So stuff is always twofold. Stuff takes up space in our homes and it takes up space in our heads. Does that mean anything to you? Like when you see all of the objects around you in the bathroom, does it um, yeah. take up space in your mind? Yeah, the bathroom is the hardest Tetris level. <laughs> 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 it's almost a very 2D flat mm. area and... and can I, can I make an observation? I'm so sorry to interrupt. You also have no towel rails, you poor, poor, what? Your, your landlord is making you live like animals. There are no towel rails in a bathroom this big. I think a will is the wizard of the hooks. Yeah. Again, from the generic homeware store. Shop down the road. Yeah, a uh, good customer. Yeah. Okay. At least you have a spot for every towel because that actually makes a huge difference to a flow on effect if if you don't have a spot to hang your towel, it might stay wet and goes onto the floor, which inlay creates a lot more laundry. So the better you can do with um, drying your towels, and rods are better than hooks. I get why you have hooks, because it kind of just spreads it out. It dries a little bit better, because if it's dry, you don't have to launder that much, which is good for your laundry, as you that's the part you don't like that much. It's also good for the environment too, because we don't run as many loads of washing. So, if you're killing it in the towel drying game, what to do with everything else in your bathroom? For this, Susanna says, go low tech. Get some buckets. Okay, come with me. So, we're gonna take everything out of an area, not the whole bathroom, an area. So we will start with the top drawer because that's the most important one and will create a lot of space and it's the most user-friendly one being the top drawer. So everything out and every item needs a decision. That's what actually creates clutter because a lot of people say, oh, I don't know, I'll put it on the windowsill. So we're on a mission, you want to get rid of possibly 50% in that top drawer and every item will have a decision. So I do a four bucket method. You take an item from the top drawer. There's four categories and they're color coded. Gray is rubbish, whether it's landfill or recycling, doesn't matter at this stage. There is green, which is donation. There is red, which is I need this. I want to keep it in the bathroom. And then there's blue, my favorite one. It's called the focus bucket. This is the things you want to keep but not in the bathroom. And the reason for that last one is 
when you find a spoon in your drawer, which people do, if you then go into the kitchen, you might get very inspired to do your top drawer. Or you just run rummage around to find a spot to put that spoon. Or you make a snack. So you are physically and mentally out of this, I'm sorting my bathroom. So this keeps you accountable in the space, focused on you're doing bathroom. So I have a hairbrush. Is this rubbish, giveaway, stays in the bathroom or goes somewhere else? Stays in the bathroom. Fantastic, that's how it's done. And you just take everything out, you sort it, and then in an ideal world, the donation and the rubbish goes out and just 50% stays in your home. You do that for everything, and imagine having just 50% of the stuff you have now in your apartment, dream come true. And it's very possible. I have to do it when he's at daycare. Oh, I <laughs> know. the buckets are going to Because he's helping. He's already put my um, folder of notes into the Somewhere not else. in the bathroom. I mean, he chose the right bucket. Yes, exactly. It definitely doesn't yep. go in the bathroom. Yep. He's oh. paying attention. He yep. is. <laughs> you train them young is good too. Yep. At this point, Harrison the toddler asked that we please leave the apartment so he could get on with the cleaning. <laughs> Actually, I think Will needed to sit down. I think we can all relate to Will's bathroom dilemma. What? New York Times bestseller and genie Peter Walsh? I didn't even summon you from my coffee pot. It's like you don't even want to be in there. What are you doing here? Well, you know, I heard there was a bit of a cluttered dilemma. I thought I'd just drop in for a moment. Why, thank you. What's your advice for us today, oh wise one? Look, bathrooms are interesting because... They're, they're kind of the most dangerous room in the house because with moisture particularly, mould and mildew can develop very easily. So perhaps the, the most important thing in a bathroom and kitchen and many other rooms of the home is to keep flat surfaces clear. Keep flat surfaces clear. And to do that in a bathroom, you really have to cut back the volume of stuff to absolutely what you need. Because otherwise we buy, you know, that that papaya, mango, walnut, nut scrub that was on special because we know we're going to use it and we never do. So take everything out of your cupboards, use plastic containers to put like things together, medicines, cosmetics, you know, baby stuff, store them under the counter or if necessary, maybe on the counter top. You can easily move things around in plastic containers, helps you find things easily and do your best to cut back to only the things that you need, use and want and do your best to keep flat surfaces clear. Oh, I find it so hard. I have too many products for the hair and I just don't know. I don't know how they've all come to in my life, but I try and throw them out and I'm like, I just hear the sound of cash registers going off as I'm trying to throw things in the bin. <laughs> like, I'm just really aware of the money that's been spent but, on these but, things. But this is the whole thing that instead of kind of complaining when you're going to throw them in the bin, be more mindful when you go to buy them. Instead of being sucked in by the marketing or the price, as you pick them up and go to buy them, ask yourself, will these products help me create the beauty that I want. Well, I mean, I need no help, obviously. The whole question of what storage works best for you is completely determined by the space that you have. But there's one principle, I think, that works in almost every space, and that is go vertical. 
You know, we tend to spread things out instead of looking at walls or backs of doors, for example, as spaces where we can have shelves or cupboards or whatever to go up rather than to go out. And using vertical space can often get stuff off the floor or off countertops and is is pretty flexible once you start looking at, at a space a little creatively. Yeah, but what do you do if you don't own all the things causing clutter, like in adult share houses? So let me start somewhere else. If you have three friends and the four of you decide to go away on a holiday, mm-hmm. how do you decide where you're going to go? It's exactly the same question. Okay. How, how do four people decide where they're going to go to dinner or what movie they're going to go to or where they're going for a holiday. How yeah. do they decide? Have a little chat. It's not that so. Yeah, yeah. So just start a Facebook group or yeah. something. Yeah. See, it's not. It's no. For God's sake, no. Don't do no, it that no way. Facebook group. So if four of you live in a house, you can only decide for yourself. So you need to make a decision. Are you happy with the way the four of you are living together? And are the four of you prepared to cooperate as adults to create the kind of home you want? You can't force someone else to do something. No. Never. So if you can get that negotiation to happen and you agree on where things live, what the routine is, what's okay, what's not, then knock yourself out. And if not, you need to move on. You know, it's not about the stuff. It's about how you negotiate as adults a shared space in the same way you negotiate so many other things. There's always that person that's like, hey, I don't have a problem living with this, so you pick it up if it's a problem for yeah. you. Man, that I'm just, everybody has put up with always. that person who says, I don't care, so you do it. Yeah, that's exactly it. So then you can't change that person, so either you accept it or you move on. Wow. You do have high standards for how we live our lives, Peter Walsh. That's why you're the all-powerful declutter genie here. Back into your coffee pot. We'll keep you snug in there until next time. Who am I kidding? He does what he wants. All right, Pineapple Gang, when it comes to bathrooms and laundries, what have we learned? One, declutter first. Get rid of your empty shampoo bottles and rusty old razors. You'll be surprised by how much space you win back. Two, keep flat surfaces clear. Wet bench tops love mould, so this is the easiest way to avoid it. And three, your space determines what storage you need. But if in doubt, go vertical with shelving or hooks. Speaking of someone who loves hooks, how did Will and Harrison the toddler go after Susanna's visit? Hi, it's Will here, just checking in after the tidy team came and had a look at my bathroom and laundry area. Where I'm at is it's dropping at a steady rate. There's still clutter, of course. We've got another baby on the way, so (laughs) we're dropping it as quickly as we can. So with the bathroom, uh, we've definitely made a reduction in the amount of toilet paper stored. So (laughs) instead of like 20 rolls crowding the side of the toilet, there's like maybe a six pack now. With the bottles that lined the windowsill, I've been slowly decreasing those so we can actually close the window without knocking bottles off the, the shelf now. And I've been also secretly taking things out of vanity drawers and seeing if my wife uses them. It feels a little bit more open, a bit less overbearing. 
the laundry situation, slowly reducing the the hanging bags of plastic bags that are <laughs> dangling there. Uh, we haven't removed the laundry sink yet, but I'm still trying to convince my wife that that's a good idea. It would help my eczema. Seriously, help my eczema. <laughs> the toilet paper decluttering a win. That's a sexy sentence. And if you're taking back control and organising your space, don't be shy. Email me a photo on pineapple at abc.net.au. You can also let me know if you're struggling to let go of something. I'm Claire Hooper. This is The Pineapple Project and we're getting tidy because, yeah, life is messy. Next time on The Pineapple Project... It can be overwhelming. How does this make you feel? I just want to close the door and walk away. Paperwork. Bills, statements, tax receipts, kids, art, newsletters. Oh, if you're drowning in life, admin, we'll show you a system to help you breathe again. The more simplistic a system is, the more that you're likely to use it. That's next on The Pineapple Project. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or hear it in the ABC Listen app. This is a production of ABC Audio Studios.